In this episode, I'm interviewing my boy Miguel Guzman. Miguel graduated from Sam Houston State University with a BBA in economics, and he started his own video production company back in September of 2019. And after going through many ups and downs and having to work multiple odd jobs just to pay the bills, he closed a deal with one of his biggest clients and is now making over six figures a year in his video production company. And he recently started another business, which is called MG Media Creative Agency and has around 15 subcontractors working for his agency now. So like Drake says, he started from the bottom and now he's here. So I'm excited to introduce you guys into this episode with Miguel. He has a phenomenal story, has a lot of good stuff to share with you guys, and I can't wait to introduce you guys to him. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Uprise Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Canales, and thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. In today's episode, I got my boy here, Miguel Guzman with, uh, what's the name of your company? MG Media Productions. MG Media Productions in the house, man. So I'm excited to introduce you guys to Miguel. He has a really cool story. He can tell us a little bit more what he does and everything here, but I'm excited to have him onto the show. So Miguel, how's it going, man? Man, it's a pleasure to be here, and I actually changed the name of my company to something else, which we'll go get in-depth into that a little bit later, but no, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm so pumped up, and uh, I can't wait to get into like just sharing my experience because I've never done like a real podcast before, Right. Um, and so I've never been on the... Because I've done podcasts, like I, I me interviewing other people, right. but I've never been on the other side of the table, so I'm just excited about sharing my experience. Awesome, bro. Yeah, man. I'm excited to have you here, man. So, yeah, thanks thanks for coming over. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So, tell us a little bit about you, man. So, Miguel Guzman, what do you what do you do for a living? And uh, tell us all about it. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. So, um, I actually started a video production company about a year and a half to two years ago, like a year and eight months ago. Mm-hmm. And I actually just like started because it was really a passion of mine of just being creative like i'm a very creative person yeah and literally i kid you not i remember one day uh i came back from a trip uh from asia and i was literally it was like right after graduation from school and i was literally bored out of my mind one day and i decided to just like pick up my phone and just start recording some content mm, you know what i mean right because before that i was like a photographer so i love shooting photos and everything but in terms of video i never really got into video because the editing part and i don't know you're getting into it right now right so you know how it is man you know right. how it goes so um so i decided to grab my phone and one of my biggest inve- investments i've ever made has been this app that i downloaded on my phone mm. which was about two two years ago mm-hmm. and that app is called spark and okay. what it allows you to do is pretty much like record little short clips of videos mm-hmm. and uh, kind of like combining them all together like the app does all for you mm-hmm. so you don't have to really edit you don't have to have any like everything like TikTok and all these other apps now have that feature on on right, them. Right. But back in the day, two years ago, like it was pretty new. You right. know what I mean? So I was bored out of my mind. I decided to go, go to Galveston one day. I took my phone. I started shooting videos with my phone. It was pretty cool. And um, like I liked it so much that I was like, one day I'm going to come back here and I'm going to shoot like a big commercial or something. Mm. Like I'm going to shoot like a big video production mm. here. Right. And so, um, as time went on, one day, a friend of the family, uh, she she saw my videos on, on Instagram and on social mm-hmm. media, and she actually was like, hey, dude, like, you did really cool videos. How about you do a little cool video for my business? Mm-hmm. She owns, like, a rental, uh, party rental company. Right. So, I was like, sure. How much do you charge? She asked me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had no idea. I've never charged anything before right. so i just like what was on my mind was 300 dollars. i don't know why right. the number was on my mind i was like 300 dollars. she's like cool let's do it i kid you not bro my first video professionally on quotes right i mm-hmm. did was actually on my iphone believe okay. it or not okay it turned out really amazing <laughs> really cool <laughs> it was on my iphone and so um i made that video and i was like oh my god i got just i just got paid 300 dollars to do a video on my phone mm-hmm. i was doing this for free a while back you know what i mean so 
uh, I did that and I was like, I should do this like professionally. I should do mm. this for work. Right. So what I started doing is, is like I started reaching out to people that I knew mm-hmm. and I started doing little videos here and there for friends and things. I never knew how much to charge. Right. right? right. That's kind of like the one of the things that a lot of people ask me, how much you charge? Like when they like start their own business, they don't even know. And so it's one of the hard things when you when you start your own business, like you don't know anything, you don't know accounting. You don't know like anything. I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. But mm-hmm. um, so I started doing that for a while, and then uh, after a short period of time, uh, you know Lester, one yeah. of the you know you know Lester actually, right. uh, the guy who used to work at the dealership. Right, one of our mutual friends. Yeah, mutual right. friends. Right. So this guy, he he used to work at Infinity, and uh, one day we were just shooting photos outside, and he's like, "Hey, dude, like." What about if, if if we do like a big video for Infinity? He mm-hmm. was working there. I can talk to my general manager. Right. And I was like, sweet. Let's yeah. do it, man. We can both do it. You can do the photography. I can do the video. It's going to be like a banger video. I know we can do so much cool stuff with them. Right, and right. he's like, dude, let's go. Like sometimes like getting in. Like, because before that, I went to like dealerships and things. I've never got the opportunity to do a video. Right. And it's kind of like being able to find that third door. Right? right you might not be able to get it from here to there right but if you find that third door like that's behind like, right. you know somebody or somehow some way like if you believe that you can you're able to like find a way so that's what i did i hummed the third door and next thing you know we were going to galveston right to shoot a video for infinity nice he talked to his general manager and i was like so stoked a night before mm-hmm. It took me about 30 minutes to do like a little storyboard right. of the commercial. Right. I just grabbed like one of those yellow notebook papers right. and I started like making the storyboard for the video. It was the first commercial that I ever did and it was like nice. a car commercial and I was like so stoked. Yeah. We woke up in the f- at four in the morning. <laughs> we went to Galveston. <laughs> yeah. Like we needed some coffee. So I stopped at McDonald's for like a coffee. Right. We grabbed some coffee. We went to Galveston. Dude, one of my friends literally one of my friends who lives in galveston i was like hey do you know a good location that we can record this video mm. or film this commercial mm-hmm. and he's like dude i know a very nice place it's a secluded area nobody goes there mm-hmm. it's amazing uh so i was like dude let's go so we went and uh that morning we met at like at 5 a.m with some of the other people mm-hmm with the general manager and everything so they had like three cars we were going to shoot right and literally i took them all to that location that my friend sent me right bro it was a private area dude so actually you couldn't really get in there it, nice. was, it was like a sign and everything like you could get fined secluded. right right and and then either way we went inside because we were already there mm-hmm. so we went in mm-hmm. it was like a so amazing place bro mm-hmm. there was nobody there it was pretty close to the big ships you see like mm-hmm. in the far distance right it was so amazing bro like i kid you not right it was like sunrise and everything so we shot the commercial and uh dude man i thought to myself that day after we wrapped it up mm-hmm. like literally a year and a half ago i was thinking about coming back like making a video here i was shooting videos with my phone right now i came back here but now i'm shooting videos with a crew right you know what i'm saying so it's like mind-blowing right so uh that's kind of like how i started right and right after that covid hit and everything went (laughs) to shit (laughs) (laughs) oh man you know what i'm saying right and so um but yeah that's kind of how everything started man but but i guess going back to your question what i do is uh, i started with a video production company However, now I recently started a creative agency. Okay. You know, so um, we'll talk more about that a little bit later, but mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of like what I'm doing right now. Awesome, bro. Yeah, man, dude. And speaking of that Infinity commercial, so I've seen it. I've seen that commercial, man. It was, oh, yeah. It's good, dude. It's Hell a good yeah, commercial. I and I didn't, it, I actually didn't realize that was like really one of your first big projects because it looked like the quality that, from from what I saw, man, it was phenomenal, bro. Man, dude, so. I almost crashed my drone too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was riding my drone, and then like we were inside the car, mm-hmm. and I had the drone going. We mm-hmm. were like going through like some really amazing like uh, pathways, and then uh, next thing you know, there was like a cable that the drone did not see. Mm-hmm. I did not see. Mm-hmm. It was not until I saw the video back home in my computer mm-hmm. that it was like a, a line cable, like a you know electricity line cable. Right. It almost hit it. I was like, oh my god, dude! Wow. I was so close. I could have lost my drone and everything. Oh right. my god! But thank God nothing happened, and and actually everything went so well. Mm-hmm. And actually, one of the 
uh, I know a director here in Houston that mm-hmm. does like big production commercials. Mm-hmm. And he, when he saw it also, he's like, dude, this is like so amazing. Wow. I was like, man, thank you, dude. This is kind of like, I'm just starting out. Right. That means a lot, you know, coming from, from you. So, right, right. So, yeah, man. Dude, that's, that's awesome, how man. I started. That's a crazy story, bro. And it's, it's, it's cool how we all have like these crazy stories when it comes to like us doing our own things, being solo entrepreneurs mm-hmm. of how we got started and like, the crazy stories that got us to where we're at today. Uh-huh. And that applies to anything, not just entrepreneurship, but that can apply to anything in, in life. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it's crazy how like, uh, there's a really good quote by Steve Jobs, right? And Steve Jobs says, you can never connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. Mm-hmm. And looking backwards, you can see like how, you know, you doing all these all these things, you know, getting connected with Lester and getting that connection through, you know, with Infinity. I actually met Lester because I went to one of your parties. Yeah. Well, it was like a party, like a birthday get together at right. one of the restaurants. Okay. Uh, and I actually was not going to go because I was connected to you, but I was like, like, we were friends, but I was not like, we didn't talk as much. And right. your friend, our friend in common, Hanson, he's like, yeah. I'm not gonna be able to go and go, but go and check it out. Just go. Right. Literally, I went and I was there. I wasn't there for like that long, but that's where I was able to meet Lester and really? some I didn't other know people. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that's like Lester. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was wondering. I was gonna ask you too. Like, how did you meet Lester? I didn't even remember that. That's crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so it's cool, man. I mean, like, yeah, and it's, it's, that's the power of networking yeah. too, man. That's the power oh, yeah. of of networking with people and and you know introducing yourself to other people and and being that connection maker too, man. Because it's important. You never know who you can meet, man. It's crucial. Um, so yeah, it's it's crucial networking and being social and putting yourself out there because if you're if you're a hermit crab if you're always like inside your home and you're not you're not you know going out there and even like me people think that people think that i'm this extroverted person and i'm not i'm actually very introverted like you i actually portray that actually or, i know like, you're a very extroverted type of person I, I i get that a lot i'm not like i i i enjoy my solitude i enjoy being like alone uh, I can go out and I can be social. I can meet people. Um, but like, it, it's honestly, sometimes it takes me like, it, I have to push myself, man, yeah, to get out yeah. there. And it's, it doesn't come to me naturally. Um, but um, I, I'm naturally introverted. And I, I just, I enjoy being here at home. Like this is like, this is my space, man. I like being here. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not the kind of person to be out like, at big social gatherings all the time. And it's not because of COVID. I don't give a shit about COVID. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's just because that's that's my personality type. Yeah. Yeah. But but um, I know how to I know how to be social and how to put myself out there in order to make these kind of connections like you have to to meet people who can yeah. get you to that next stage in life and whatever oh, yeah. that that is. So dude, that's that's awesome. That's an oh, exciting yeah. story. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, people like Bill Gates, even Warren Buffett, and Elon Musk—they're all introverts. You right. Know? Right. So uh, it doesn't matter if you're extrovert or introvert, you know. Uh, uh, but yeah, I consider myself an introvert as well. Right. You know? But uh, like you said, when I have to, I'd be an extrovert, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just part of like your your situation. So. Right. That's awesome, man. It's uh, yeah, it's important. It's important to put yourself out there because like you, man, you would have never had those uh, those doors open, those opportunities had you not been in those social gatherings. Even when I met you too. Mm-hmm. I met you at the 10X uh Meetup, the tennis right? meetup group, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was pretty cool. So, yeah, so for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, which is probably like every single person listening, <laughs> um, because there's only a few people that are part of it. So, back in uh, 2008, I think it was 18 uh, or 17, like 2017 or 18, um, I, I created this meetup group on on this website called meetup.com, um, called 10x Houston, and it was based off of this guy named Grant Cardone, who's a really big, um, if you're familiar with sales in the sales industry, um, he's this really big like influencer there um and i had his whole uh, group based on this this guy and his philosophy and his teachings and i started our own little group here in houston and i met a lot of actually a lot of my really close friends and good friends that i'm actually still friends with lester actually i met lester through the 10x group um and a few other guys hansen uh actually met hansen in um in la oh no no no, it wasn't la what do i mean hansen it was miami Miami. Uh, i met hansen in miami at the grand cardone event the first one that he did which was the uh growth con the first growth con it was a lot smaller uh, back then than what it is now. Now GrowthCon, he it. sells it in like, he sells out stadiums. Yeah, it's huge. And back then it was just like a big hotel room. Okay, uh, okay. So it was cool because it was a lot more smaller back oh, then. Oh, man. But, um, but yeah, that's what that is. That's what that tennis group was that, that you mentioned for those who are, who are listening and wondering what the hell is that. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> um, but bro, man, that's, that's, a, that's cool, dude. That's, a, that's an awesome story yeah. of how you got started um, and, and where you're at today, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so tell us a little bit more of like what you, you know, who's your clientele right now? Who do you, sure. who do you work with at this time? Sure, sure, man. So uh, <clears throat> I've started, I've, after I started doing like little videos for my friends and family and mm-hmm. just people that I know, um, 
I actually started like I it was it was really hard in the beginning because I didn't know how to get clients. I didn't know how to run my own business. I didn't know how to do anything pretty much. You know what I mean? So right. I was like, I need to meet people. I need to like learn. So I got it got to a point that I had no idea what to do, how to do it. I didn't even know how to start a DBA. I didn't know mm-hmm. how to send an invoice to a client. I didn't dude. I kid you not, bro. I didn't even know what an invoice was. Wow. It okay. was in, it was insane, bro. That wow. was just like two and a half years ago. Wow. Or about two years ago. Right. And so, but the, the thing is like, there's a quote that says, when you know your why, the how is irrelevant, mm. right? The how is just going to happen. Right. Because you have a, a an, an idea of, of what you want to become. You want, you put yourself to do whatever obstacle comes your way because you know there's something like you, you, it's not really about passion anymore for me. It's about an obsession because passion, like, I think a passion is just like something that you really want to do. You get excited about, but it gets, it gets to a point that you get obsessed with your craft so much mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter what it is, that it is what you're passionate about right. you're gonna achieve that you whatever you do if you're just obsessed with what you're doing because you love right. it so much right that you know you're gonna go th- towards those uh, goals and obsessions so i started just learning about what's an invoice <laughs> i started learning <laughs> hey what do i do to actually start a business because i did photography for the longest time before that right i never had clients i never had paying clients i've never really created an actual business entity mm-hmm. and I, I i didn't even know that there was different business entities there was an llc mm-hmm. um and different different types of uh mm-hmm. business entities so uh i actually hired a coach mm-hmm. uh, but it was more of an accountability coach type of thing okay and he actually pushed me to really research and do these other things that i really needed to get done mm-hmm. and so I actually uh reached out to some people here and there and i learned that i had to go and get my AI number for my uh, taxes to actually put my like get my uh, my business running and going right mm-hmm. legally. Right. So I got a DBA. Right. Uh, I put my name and everything, and I was like, oh, man, when I got my DBA, the name and everything, I paid like sixteen bucks, dude. I was like freaking excited, bro. Yeah. I was excited, yeah. dude. It was yeah. like, oh my god, I actually started my business finally legally. Of course, you know what I mean. So right. Uh, I did that, and then uh, as time went on, I did videos for. I kept doing videos for friends, family. I did the Infinity video, mm-hmm. and then another thing that I did after that is like very important, which we talked about a little bit earlier, which was networking, right? Mm-hmm. So I started joining all these groups and everything, and I got a lot of clients from there. Okay. From, but it was always like. like I didn't even know. I didn't have like a price structure. Mm-hmm. So I remember when people asked me how much do you charge, I was just, I, like, I don't know why this like magic number always came to my mind, $300. Mm-hmm. I was always like $300. I don't even know why. But the thing is like, I also was living with my parents at the time. Right. And I did not have that many um, expenses that I was uh, incurring with, with anything that I did. So right. it was not like, oh, I need to, charge this much money because I need to pay my bills and pay this and that I was just living at home. Right. You know what I'm saying? So my mindset wasn't there. And so after a while I actually, uh, uh, decided to get more structure in my business mm-hmm. and did, I started doing really good after a while. I started getting more clients, and then I got into the real estate space. Oh mm-hmm. man, I love the real estate sp- yeah. space, bro! Like the video, real estate videos is like literally one of my biggest passions. Right, I'm so passionate about it. Like you don't even know, dude. Like, yeah, I guess my dad uh, worked in architecture when I was younger, so mm-hmm. I will always go with him to look up different like projects and homes mm-hmm. and things like that. So right. I always had this natural interest in when it comes to like architecture. Mm-hmm. So when I do videos of architecture, it just like comes so natural to me. And mm-hmm. but anyways, mm-hmm. uh, I did that for a while, and uh, something went wrong with because. Dude, the real estate people, they're sharks, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, tell me about it, man. Man, you yeah. know these more than anybody else. Right. <laughs> it's not like any of the clients that I had. Real estate like people, they're freaking sharks. They are. And what I hated is like there was, uh, I don't know if I should say names. I'm, no, don't say any names, no, man. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, don't say it. Don't call I'm not going to say the names, yeah. but there was like this big broker uh-huh. in uh, Sugar Land. Yeah, well, you could tell me off air. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you off air. Yeah. This, <laughs> this big like uh shark um broker in sugarland that they they actually reached out to me uh, out of the blue okay on through facebook so mm. 
I actually started doing videos for them, uh, and then I did like maybe ten or, or twelve videos for them. Nice. And what I've noticed was that, man, like these people, mm-hmm. they're awesome and everything. I mean, I understand, but the thing is, like, since they're in the real estate space, and I'm guessing that industry is so like cutthroat sometimes. It is that that like they feel like their competitors or their friends, they're gonna like maybe take advantage of them, or they just want to like take advantage of all the people because in that space it's like if you're not the shark somebody's gonna try to mess with you right type of thing you know what i mean right and so they they started seeing me as a competitor wow. in a weird way wow. i was doing amazing work for them right but they started seeing me that way instead of a instead of like a like client a par- yeah a client partner, partner type right of um and so after a while uh they actually just cut ties with them and uh covid you know it was during covid the early stages of covid okay and it was like so hard because i needed to make money right so i was so excited because that was my first time that i actually had a uh a ongoing contract with them Mm. i've never had a client that i had like a contract i didn't really have a contract with them but it was like an ongoing client right every single month I was getting like four or five thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. To me, that was huge. Yeah. I went from like three hundred dollars for one project to like four thousand dollars, and that was actually my goal, right? right. I wanted to make four or five thousand dollars a month, and I was doing it with them. But the thing is, like, it was like an ongoing thing, right? It was consistent. And it was consistent. Right, you could rely on it. Yeah, man. And uh, somebody else, actually, one of my mentors, also said that it was crucial for me to get ongoing clients if right. I wanted to, you know, be successful in this business. Right. So um, that was about, when, when COVID started, that was about May, mm-hmm. right, um, of, of last year. And uh, during the summer, I actually decided to move out of my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I was I had that client, which was $4,000 a month, $5,000 a month. Right. But I was like, um, man, like, it was still going to be hard, but... I was also very comfortable. Right. I was comfortable at my house. You know, I, I didn't have pay, to pay all these bills and everything. Of, of course, right. I helped my parents with some things. Right. But I was so comfortable that I kept hearing this quote everywhere. Mm. Sink or swim. Mm. You I gotta got that. put. I don't know if you've seen that, but I had that quote I, in my Oh, yeah, I saw it. That yeah. was, that's what he said. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, bro. <laughs> that's funny. I have the same quote like on my bathroom above my toilet. Man. So every time I take a piss, I, I see sink, <laughs> sink or swim. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Man, did you get one of those? And uh, I kept hearing this quote everywhere in my mind. It was just lingering all the time. Right. And so I knew that if I wanted to grow, I needed to put myself in a position where I had to grow other like you can you have to grow or you die right thing, you know right sometimes it's just metaphorically but you know what i mean right um and so that happened and so uh, i moved out and everything it was hard dude like mm-hmm. I, I, I cut ties with the real estate people because there was being mean and nasty yeah. and ugly and yep and i was like this is not what i want to do mm-hmm. and um long story short uh I, I it was very hard for me to get clients right after that mm-hmm. and so I had almost no money, bro. Like, I was I had no money coming in. It was so hard to get clients because during the COVID, it was during like lockdown time. Right, right. And I was like, why did I put myself to this like position? Like, why did I perceive myself here? Right. And so, after that, I um, you know, I just kept working. I kept mm-hmm. doing. I kept putting in the effort. I kept putting. I kept putting in like the the reading the books. I kept doing what I had to do, mm-hmm. and uh, it got to a point that like, dude, like I had to get money out of my credit card mm-hmm. to just pay for freaking rent, bro. Like mm-hmm. it was freaking extremely. And yeah, I had my parents like, like I could probably ask them right. if they could lend me some money. But the thing is like. It wouldn't have worked, bro, because right. I put myself in this position position because of I wanted to suffer. Right. I know that sounds crazy, but right. I wanted to suffer. I mean, you probably understand it, but a lot of people don't understand. Like, right. put yourself to suffering. Wait, why would I do that? Like, what would human like people like don't want to put yourself into like pain and right. suffer? Right. Like sometimes it just happens in your life based on different things, mm-hmm. right, and, and situations, but. Who in the world would put themselves in that just for fun? Right, <laughs> right, right. And that's kind of what I did, bro. Right. And uh, and uh, you can like intervene anytime I'm talking. No, you're you good. Know, no, this is, this is awesome, bro. No, keep going. And so that that's what happened. And I was like broke, had no money. Mm-hmm. I, for the first time in my life, I actually had to pay rent. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, it was actually like $1,300 
of rent. So right. for me, it was like a lot of money, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I did have a roommate, and that's the other story. Like, I did not get along with my roommate, mm. and that was more like a mental type of like stress. Mm -hmm. So I was stressed for that. I was stressed because I didn't have money. Right. And I was stressed because I didn't know how I was going to like pay for food and shit. You know what I mean? Right. So I had to go to my parents' house to eat food. Wow. It yeah. was freaking, and I was living in Memorial. Right. My parents lived in Tombow. Wow. So about a 45 minute drive. Right. So I was spending money on gas. And so anyways, I did that for a while and it was like hard. So I thought to myself, like, how can I really get out of my, out of this position? Right. I like, I'm an entrepreneur, and the only thing that I can do right now is just get a natural job. Right. Like, I felt like a failure, bro, because, right. because like, I'm over here telling all these people, like, I'm an entrepreneur doing these things, and then these guys over here having a nine-to-five. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right, It right. was, like, painful mentally, right. physically, in every way and format you can. So, after that... Uh, I got a job. Not being an entrepreneur, I was over here having a nine to five. Wow! And I felt like fucking shit. Like I felt like I was failing myself. Right? Bro. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So that was hard. Yeah. And, uh, and after that, literally after that, I kept working, but I knew I had to do something. Like that's why when you put yourself in a sink or swim situation, mm. you do things that you don't want to do. Right. To get to where you need to go. Right. And I put myself in that situation. I was working there. I was miserable. Right. Nine to five. I hated it, bro. Like, mm -hmm. I love everybody and everything. I don't want to talk bad about people. But I just felt like the people that were, like, my managers and stuff, they were mm -hmm. just not capable people for me to, like, I just don't have, like, having a bus. Like, you told me earlier. Right, right. Like, I hate having a bus and things. Yeah. Dude, I'm the same way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so that was, like... Um, around this time last year okay right right and so time went on and it was about maybe october and uh i was like i was ready to just freaking dude i got i got depressed mm -hmm. i started eating out every freaking day mm -hmm. i was eating out three times sometimes three times a day wow and they had a Chick-fil-A right there. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, that's dangerous. Next door? Yeah, it was next door, bro. Oh, dude. Like, dude, I could have I got there. I have a Chick-fil-A that's like a block away, too. It's, man, it's dangerous, man. It's dangerous. It's but dangerous, I mean, now bro. I have the mental discipline not to do it. But right. back then, I did not. Back then, I did not know right. how much it was going to affect my health. So mm -hmm. I was stressed because of my roommates. I was stressed because I hated my work. I was stressed because of my self-image. Right. I was depressed. I was making it was like a seventy thousand dollar a year job. Wow! So after graduation, just anybody who actually here in Texas would love to have something yeah. like that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's a very comfortable lifestyle. It's very like it's so comfortable, and those people knew it was so comfortable. They give you just the right amount of money, so you right. don't you can so like um, put up with their shit. Right, right. It's, so, the, it's the they call it the golden handcuffs, where it's like. You're, uh, you know, you got these handcuffs. They're they're made of gold, but at the end of the day, they're still handcuffs, handcuffs. <laughs> and uh, it's like you're just you're locked down, man. You're in misery, but you're, you know, you're happy. I mean, you're kind of happy because wow, they're, they're, it's made out of gold, right? Like, this, this, this is they're so, they're shiny and pretty, but they're fucking handcuffs at the end of the day. So um, yeah, man, uh, I, that's that's a crazy, I like that's that. crazy. No, I like that. I've never heard that about it that way. I, yeah. I like I love the way you put it. And, yeah. Um, and so. I did that. I was eating like Chick Fil A. I was eating mm. fast food, man. I, I was eating everything and anything that you can imagine. Um, I was getting DoorDash like delivered to my house all the time, mm. and I just started getting like a lot of weight, bro. And mm. because of that, also came uh, like not really depression. I don't feel like I've ever been like real because that's a real thing. Like depression is a real thing. Right. And I was just like sad, stressed. I felt like shit. Right. Like all those things, but I don't know if I was actually depressed, you know? I it mean, was just like mentally fucked. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's a form of depression, you know? Yeah. And just because you're you're not like clinically diagnosed with the term uh, depression, that's, that's that's depression, bro. Like I, I've never been clinically uh, diagnosed with depression, but I had, like, you know, I told you my story before we started yeah. this podcast and I went through my depression and I have, I have a similar, not a similar story, but I have a story, um, that's relatable to yours as far as like going through these these hardships and uh it's it's depression man and there's as there's like a, there's no way of sugarcoating it or anything like that like you're going through like at the time you were going through some very tough things in your life you're going through shit yeah. i was going through shit and um just because it's it hasn't been clinically diagnosed by a medical professional doesn't mean that you weren't experiencing that that's that's a real thing man yeah. and, and most people experience that um 
throughout their lives or and a lot of people can't pull themselves out of that you know they're yeah, stuck in that iron. period um for a long time but uh yeah man it's 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 crazy yeah and 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 i feel it bro like that's literally the time where i was not definitely i was swimming i was not sinking anymore right. because I, I had to do what i i had to do and i was not really positioning myself in any way or form to where i really wanted to be right but i knew i had to get a job to pay the bills right. and do what i had to do right. and pay debt right. i also had debt as well right um so after that i was like dude like this is like this is like i hated we had meetings every fucking morning mm-hmm. at 8, 9 a.m mm-hmm. talked about bullshit here and there uh, people talking about like oh the new iphone just came out or so. it was always bullshit bro right. like i was over here thinking about success they were thinking about chick-fil-a <laughs> yeah so, you know what i mean and i love chick-fil-a don't get me wrong that's why i ate it every freaking day right but the thing is like like you feel like this is the thing about like food bro like this food tastes so good and you know more, this more than anybody else mm-hmm. and i want to hear your story too about it yeah about it but like you eat this food it tastes so fucking good mm-hmm. right and you eat it every day. Well, I eat it every day, every mm. day. It never lost its value of how good it is. Mm. But it, I was fucking my buddy up without even knowing it. Right. So it's weird how sometimes things that feel so good, mm-hmm. like fuck you so much. Yeah. I'm sorry about my language. No, you're but fine. I'm messing yeah. your buddy up so much. Right. Because it was affecting my mind. It was affecting my health. Right. In any, in any, in any form of way. So... I did that after a while, and it got to a point where I was like, dude, this, I'm, I'm over. Like, I, I just want to move out of this place. I didn't know I, could, like, I couldn't move out or anything. I was stuck. Right. And so, um, so then um, I actually contact. well, actually one of my old um, clients and contacts that I knew, which is like the owner and CEO of, uh, have you heard, squeeze.com? Yeah, the juice company. The juice company. Right. So they, I know the owner personally because mm-hmm. I used to work with them. I was just like a, like an employee mm-hmm. a, a few years ago. Right. He contacted me and then he's like, "Hey, dude, like we have some projects that we have to do. Uh, do you mind like doing some work for us?" Mm-hmm. But he's like, "It has to be starting tomorrow." That mm-hmm. was a Friday. We need to start tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we need you like almost full time. Wow. And so the way he painted it, the picture of like how amazing it was going to be, I was like, dude, you don't have to tell me twice. Mm-hmm. So that same day of Friday, I called my boss. Hey, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm leaving, dude. I'm, I'm, wow. This is not for me anymore, dude. Like, right. oh, it's game over. Right. And actually, I was actually thinking, considering like giving my two weeks notice mm-hmm. just to say it, right? Mm-hmm. But they're like, okay, bye-bye. Uh, they, they didn't care either. You know right. what I'm saying? So. Right. That's another thing that I learned. People don't, sometimes they don't really care, really. Right. Um, so anyways, I started working with them. And then uh, I started getting more clients and different things. And so from one, in, in the same year, because I started in from January, and this is December of last year, mm-hmm. December of 2020. In one year, I literally went from zero, because I was not making any money. I right. went from zero to six figures. Nice, bro and so in i was one like, year that's insane in one year yeah from zero to six years so you heard that that's sort of the bamboo tree right right like it, sometimes it just grows and grows and grows it doesn't feel like it's growing right and then after five years out, out of nowhere it just starts like it goes like huge right like you're building all these roots right like from because i did that right personal mm-hmm. development reading books like trying to do my thing mm-hmm. and i was just building the roots that i, I was not aware of because sometimes when you're doing all these things you're reading books you're, you're watching you know motivational stuff you don't realize that you are doing progress right but you don't realize that because it doesn't feel like it sometimes. Right. You don't see the bank account. You might not see the bank account growing right away. Yeah. Or you're not, you're not seeing the, um, you're not seeing like any uh, measurements of, but there is. And a lot of it's, it's, it's like that you're building that mental foundation that you need in order for you to actually create a business that's worth six, six figures or, yeah. or seven figures or eight figures. Or, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, you're, you put in that work, bro. Uh, I put in the work, I put in the effort and, um, and so now that's where I'm at right now. Um, my main client is squeezed, mm-hmm. and um, but I also have all the things that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I started as a video production company. Now I have um, diversified to starting a new business, mm-hmm. and now I own a um, creative agency. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, I don't offer only video services anymore. Mm-hmm. I offer anything that has to do with building a brand mm-hmm. for 
big clients, mm -hmm. um, which is anything that has to do with logo, graphic design, right. uh, even jingles for radio or for TV. Okay. Of course, uh, commercials for TV or social media video production. Right. I do. I do it all when it comes to creatives. Right. I do it all. That's of awesome. course. I don't know how to do all this stuff, but I now I have people that help me. I hire right. people. Right. So it's just about like expanding right so i remember i started with me and just a dream and then it's just that progression of like learning how to build how to how to send an invoice to our client right learning how to get clients learning how to pitch clients mm. learning sales right learning how to market myself learning how to uh edit videos right learning how to do pretty much my craft and then um just learning how to run my own business, right. learning taxes, right. learning like in the past few years, I've learned so much, bro. Like I learned more in the past few years of business than me going to business school, you right. know, at time Houston. <laughs> right, right. I didn't learn anything Did over you, there. So you went to school, you went to college. Oh yeah, I went to college. Okay. So I went to Sam Houston State University. Mm -hmm. uh, and I majored in economics, business uh, administration and wow. and uh, specifically in economics. Like okay. That was like my specific. And I minor in international business, but the thing mm -hmm. is, like, I did not learn really that much in college. Wow, that's amazing! You know what I'm Isn't saying? That crazy? Like, yeah, it's freaking insane. And so, just to kind of like wrap up my story from where I am right now, it's just that I'm just working with multiple clients now, mm -hmm. especially like one of my clients, like it's squeezed. That's actually my strong client, right? And I know, I know that I am taking a risk because if they cut me out, mm -hmm. like. I'm, of course, I'm not starting from scratch, right. but it is going to be hard right. on, on my on what I'm earning and everything else. Right. So I know I have. So what I'm doing right now is like really grasping and really learning the frameworks of what it makes to have like a creative agency. Right. So by the time that that happens, mm -hmm. and I have a really connection with it, so I love them. And I love the the company and mission and everything. Right. By the time that happens. I want to be able to like be able to do that with any company. Right. So if I'm able to take that company to a billion dollar company, mm -hmm. then I can do it for any other company. So right. that's where I'm at right now. Right. Just you're just you're building out your systems, your systems, systems that you're looking to to duplicate and and, and implement yeah. into other businesses as Hell well. Yeah. So, yeah. dude, that's fucking awesome, bro. Yeah, that man. that story is so awesome and inspiring, sure. man. Like how you went from literally zero having to drive across town just to get to your parents' house just to eat to, to eat. <laughs> you know to you now growing this business you know you're making money you're you're comfortable right now um, more than comfortable like you're you know you're you're doing good yeah, man dude, like you're, uh, you're doing well way more than six years and bro like I never thought I'd be here this fast right. like I called my friend who's been doing video for like six years yeah he, he's still in the same uh, he's an awesome guy and everything but like he hasn't grown as much as, as I have and a lot of people that I know have haven't really grown as I as much as I have. But the thing is is like like I really have I'm a I also I'm big in faith, right? Yeah. yeah. And I also watch Joel Austin sometimes. Yeah. And he always says like sometimes like God gives you these opportunities. Sometimes God makes you really like go so much farther than than maybe what other people would have ever thought about you doing. Mm -hmm. And you're surpassing those people, but it's because oh how how much passion you have, and because you like you in a way deserve that because you've been putting the effort, you've been putting the work, right? And next thing you know, man, like I remember people, bro, like I kid you not, I remember people who never didn't give me want to give me a chance or information, specifically this guy, right? And when I was starting, I was like, dude, can you, can you do you want to? shoot videos together just for fun like do you i just want to start something he's right like, he was like give me excuses and shit you know right. what i'm saying like right i don't have the time i don't do that anymore i'm more like business person i don't i don't do freelancing right like i try to reach into these guys multiple to multiple times right and now like dude like it's and and then this other guy same thing happened I was learning from this other guy. Mm -hmm. He was teaching me some stuff when I was, you know, beginning my business. Right. And now I'm hiring this guy <laughs> as a videographer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Because yeah. he honestly, he's better than me at shooting videos. Wow. But guess what? I don't want to be a videographer for the rest of my life. I want to be a businessman. Right. Like Steve Jobs, you brought Steve Jobs earlier. Right. He also has a quote that you want to hire people smarter than you yeah right to do yeah. things that you, so that's where i'm at right now man dude that's awesome bro that's crazy man yeah i love your story man like exactly you know like what you said as far as just you coming from where you were to where you're at now but what would you say is like 
you know, there is no secrets, but what, is, what, what would you say is your, your secret sauce? What was the thing that kind of, that differentiates you from like, let's say this other videographers or like, or this other person, what was able to, what was the reason you were able to just grow so much quicker than maybe the other, the other person who you might be talking about? Like what's, what was the, what was the reasoning behind that? How do you think, you know, other than faith, other than God, um, what was something else that also, it's a good question, you know, help I mean, me propel to, right, to my success. Right. Right. Um, so there's, there's actually three main things, and mm-hmm. I already have it in the top of my mind every day. Right. Number one is this quote, that, I, or it wasn't a quote, but it was like I was listening to a uh, video with uh, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. And this thing that I will never forget, he said, what people can do in a year, I can do it in four months. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. Why? Because he's putting in the work. He's putting in the hours. He, he works 100 hours a, uh, a week. Wow. Right? When other people are trying to barely getting into like working 40 hours. Right. So when you work this much, you can fit in more, more, put in more effort, right, right, in, in everything that you do. Right. So that's that's one of them. Like I heard this quote, and it's always on my mind every right. time. Everything that I do, because I know my competitors, I know the people that have been doing this longer than I have. It doesn't matter if somebody comes in and tells you, "Hey, Randy, I've been in real estate for fifty years. Right. How are you doing better than me?" Right. Well, because you're putting the effort, you're putting the time. Maybe they're going out to party. Maybe they're doing this, right? right? Right. So and then Grant Cardone also says, stop, you know, uh, planning your weekends and start planning your life. Right. You know, and that's pretty much it. So that's number one. Number two, I think it's that that obsession, that that passion and that innate ability to do your craft. Mm. Meaning I've always been a creative like even since I was a kid, I've mm. always been a creative. I've always been like the guy who at school was selling watches. <laughs> the guy at school who I remember this one time, like when we were little kids, like they sent us to this community of grown ups for fun. Right. So they have like stores, they have, they have sports stores, like a little community for like elementary kids, right? right? And you're supposed to have your own shop. They send you to him. And then they literally sent me to the worst shop. They had like some people were in like these these stores with like they had football, they had sports. Some people were doing like radio, television stuff. I was like, oh that's awesome I want to do that. Right. Next thing you know they sent me to the store that there was like there probably was a store that they did not know what to do with that space mm-hmm. and they just put some random stuff mm-hmm. in the shelves like do something with it <laughs> they put me in that store right what i did that day it was like i got this re- really cool pencil mm-hmm. this really cool pen i put some colorful like uh metal strings around it and then i was like i made something and that's my that's my thing. I made something out of nothing. Mm. I was able to be creative, use my imagination and, and intuition to do something out of nothing. And people are actually buying those pencils mm. with fake money, of course. Right, but right. I was like, holy yeah. shit! Like, if I can do that, back so I was always had that. So it's like that passion for my craft. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, the other guy, one the other day, one guy called me. He's like, I posted a video. He's like, dude, I don't understand how. Are you able to shoot this video? I love the colors. Mm-hmm. I love the crop. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you able to do this? Like, I don't, he he appreciates art, but he doesn't know how to make it. Right. And so I was just like, dude, I'm just passionate about it. Like, how do you explain Michael Jordan? How do you explain uh, Beethoven? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you explain Elon Musk being the best at their craft? Like, number one, yeah, they put in the effort, they put in the work, they put in the practice, but the, the thing is like, you you, you kind of have to like it you right, know right like, even if if i put in the effort to be a, a doctor mm-hmm. i wouldn't i would probably fail i'll probably win because i wouldn't have everything that i do <laughs> but i hate like that space i hate the medical field uh and so i wouldn't be a great doctor i know right. that for sure right, right so it has to align with your values and what you do that's right. number two right and number three and uh that was um let me uh number three was so it was like passion is that uh, being able to pin, put in the time. And honestly, I, I forgot number three, but those are the main things. Oh, mm-hmm. the number three is the most important, mm-hmm. adaptability. Okay. Right? So right. being able to adapt to anything that I do, Right. Uh, that was a big one for me. So those are the main. So what adaptability, mm-hmm. being able to do things in less time than other people, mm-hmm. and then passion in your craft. Mm. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's... Uh Wow. That's great. I mean, that's really, that's really powerful stuff, man. And, um, that's so true as far as you said, like, you know, putting in that time and really we're just hustling, man, and putting in yeah. more work than, than your competitors or than yeah. anyone else. Um, because the thing is like, there's always that extra margin, right? Right. Right. So 
the other Randy who's working hard and then the Randy you, you're working right now is like mm. this one percent that, that this like that extra margin that that you put in that your competitors are not doing mm. and that's the like big businesses do this all the time like, right you can have Apple you can have Samsung Android like but there's companies who just put a little bit more effort than anybody else right and that's why it really allows them to be successful you know right that that's for anything man and like you say yeah the big companies um the, the first person that comes to mind that, that i think of that really you know honors that type of mentality is a uh, kobe man the late kobe bryant oh, like yeah. he oh, yeah. he was like the definition of putting in intense hours of work like he he did not have off seasons like he was yeah. always training always practicing like while the other basketball players were out you know, whatever partying on the weekends or whatever, um, popping bottles. He was in the gym at the, you know, throwing, throwing the basketball in the hoops and making those shots. And, and he, that's all he did, man. That's all he did. He focused on, on that all day long, you know, every day, like no days off. And, um, but he was also passionate about what he did too. And like you said, you do have to have some kind of, uh, you know, you have to enjoy and really like what you do. Uh, if not, you're, you, you really are going to be miserable, (laughs) you know, if you, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't really enjoy it. Um, but, um, yeah, man, it's, uh, that's crazy, man. That's, that's awesome. That's great advice. Um, it's, it's, it's no, it's no surprise to me that you got to where you're at, like to where you're at right now, just because yeah. of the, your your personality and the amount of work and hustle and grit that you put in yeah. over the past two years, man. And really before that, like you said, you, even before you started this company, you know, you're putting in the work by just surrounding yourself with other like-minded people and yeah. reading the books and yeah. reading the entrepreneurship books and yeah. and and putting in that that mindset, that mentality, which yeah. catapults you to where you're at today. So well, sometimes it's like. I show you that 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 quote from from Niche earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, you, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Niche. Right. right. Um, that quote of like, allow like you have to go through pain, you know, to be to be like successful in any way, not just monetary, but right. like, in any other way. Right. Like because pain allows like human to really grow. Their, right. But go and get their potential. Right. Right. And I remember like even in school, bro. Like I had a one point eight GPA. You know what right. I'm saying. Bad, right. bad grades. Kind of like um, what's his name? Uh, Gary V always shows his, his, his report card, car, report card <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, I was just that at that time I was actually depressed, you know, with, with myself, with my buddy, and everything else. Mm-hmm. So just kind of like, and of course, bullying and all that stuff. Right. And so that was where I was like, I hit rock bottom. That's when I actually started to change. But it did take me many years to just get to the point where I was comfortable enough start something right versus before that i just did not believe it was i remember at 24 like my friends asked me hey you think you can make more money than your parents and i was like i don't i don't even think i can like uh, there's no way i can do that like it was a time where i detached myself from my parents point of view of the world and Mm. my point of view of the world Mm. and i was just like well, hey, maybe I can make more money than my parents and be right. more successful than them. I love them to death and everything, right. but right. I always thought myself as like, they're always going to have more money mm-hmm. and they're always going to be smarter than me. Right. Everything they know, like I will never do anything else in my life. And so that was at that time where I was like, dude, I can make more money. I can be smarter because I can because I can read books. Right. Because I can put in the effort and stuff. So it was just like that mind shift, you know mm. what I'm saying? So. Right. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, man, it's people don't realize how important it is to go through pain, like you were saying, man. Like a lot of people avoid pain um, in in all areas of the life, whatever it is, whether it's they avoid pain in their relationships or they avoid pain in their uh, careers or in their personal growth or physically. You know, they avoid pain by not um, engaging themselves in physical activities such as working out or going to the gym, whatever it is. People avoid pain because they're just afraid of it. And the thing about pain is pain is the only way to grow, man. It's the only way to grow. And and it's crazy how that applies to everything in, in life, man, because without pain, there is no growth. And you really have to, and like you, and like you said earlier, man, like you, you force yourself, you put yourself in painful situations in order for you to grow and to grow out of the situations and, and excel. So, uh, man, dude, that's so, yeah, dude, this is such a good, po- this is such a good podcast, man. Cause, uh, yeah, you, you made some really good points, bro. Yeah. yeah. Really good points. So the, those are like the, the three things that, that really helped me get to where i'm at right now mm-hmm. and this is just honestly bro like this is just the starting point right but i, I think the thing is like before i did not know because it's hard bro like to know what what's 
what's your 10-year plan and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like people don't think about that often. Like, what right. am I going to do for the rest of my life? Right. And But I feel like I'm at a point right now where I know exactly what I need to do. Right. I know exactly where I need to go. And I know exactly how to position myself to get to my success. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And even with my clients, I'm working with my clients and I'm learning a lot. And like one of my, my clients' mission is also about like, like the way they see the world is like, like health, mm -hmm. health gives you energy. Right. Energy, right, allows you to put in effort. If you don't have energy, you can't put effort. And effort, putting in the work, allows you to be successful. Mm. And how do you put in the, how do you get the health if you're coming in the, like, in a bad health, even mindset or, or body-wise? Right. Like, like, honestly, like, juicing can help you start you, your way to, to to health. Right. Because sometimes, like, I don't see juicing, like, that. that's another big part of my success, bro, my yeah. health. Yeah. <laughs> even though I'm not where I want to be sure. yet, but, like... When I did the seven-day juice cleanse, right, <laughs> bro, my mind was sharp as a tack. Yeah, I was energetic as a bunny. Yeah, and I was just like feeling amazing, better than <laughs> ever in my whole life. Uh -huh. So, literally, like me juicing, because like it, if you come from like a bad health or a bad healthy like environment or mindset, right, it's hard to just say, hey, okay, I'm gonna do push, even like I'm gonna do push-ups. I'm gonna do the 75 hard. Right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Right, but like. I feel like once you do like a, a long uh, juice cleanse, like even Steve Jobs did a cleanse when he was younger before he started Apple. He was mm -hmm. drinking like carrot juice every every day for like two weeks. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so that juicing gives you health. But honestly, the most important thing, I think, to any success is mm -hmm. having good health. Right. And so that's, and, and you know that more yeah. than anybody else because you've been through the 75 hearts multiple times. Right. And, and you know how important it is, man. It is, man. It's, uh, it's true what they say, man. It's, uh, health is wealth. Health is wealth. Health there is wealth, go. man. Because if you, if your health isn't together, then everything else really does fall apart, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard to, uh, perform at the level that you need to perform professionally mm. if your health isn't in line. Mm. Um, and it's hard to have good relationships with your partners or intimate partners if you not only look like shit, which is part of it, but if you also feel like shit. Feel like shit yeah. And that's going to affect your, like, you know, everything. It affects all the oh. all the domains of your life. And um, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because it's so important. And don't get me wrong, like, I feel like I've been working for the longest time on on myself and mm -hmm. on my business and on all the business side of my life. Right. That I haven't really put a lot of work into other pillars of yeah. my life, like relationships. Right. And other things, right? It's so, hard, man. It's hard it's to balance hard. everything, man. So you, I feel yeah. like I needed to get to a point like financially. Right. To get to the next step, right. So now I feel like I feel like I can actually start putting more effort into like other stuff, like relationships right. as well, right? Because that's another thing that that I'm like feel like I can be better at, and I feel like I put some so much time in my success. Mm -hmm. Like I'd rather just read a book than going to the bar with my friends, right? And you know, so so that's another part of it, you know. So it's so definitely I'm I'm at a point where I'm like barely starting to grow in other aspects of my life but i know i have a good understanding and good, i'm a, in a good place in one side of my my mm -hmm. life or one pillar of my life you know? right that's awesome bro yeah it's like i said it's it's hard to, to balance all those things if you're if you're going like really hard in your business then it's kind of hard to also Bad balance, balance have yeah. like you know have a good relationship too with a partner or even uh with your health man or even mm -hmm. in a gym like it's it, it really is and like even for me like when i was doing 75 hard like man that was that that was such a big part of, of who i was and, and a big part of just my day like my time too that there were other areas that suffered um you know like my business wasn't i, was, I wasn't giving as much focus and all that to my business and now that 75 hard is over i'm going back into that again and and, and really like going all in on that um, what I really liked is that you you did a 75 hard multiple times until you mm -hmm, completed until it. Until I did it, yeah. That's freaking insane, bro. It was hard. I mean, I mean that's the name of the program, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it was a hundred and how much was it? It was 187 days total that I was on it. Let me um, ask you this: mm -hmm. the first time you did it, until what day did you get to? 67. Holy hell! Yeah, I was Holy almost man. done. Oh yeah. man, 67. Yeah. I was only a week away from finishing. And how did you feel that day, like? Oh man, it was terrible. Um, we can talk a little bit more about it off sure, air. Sure. Uh, the reasons why I fell off of it. Maybe I'll, I'll I might discuss it later on in a, in another episode in the sure, podcast. No uh, but uh, there was a lot of other things that were going on in my life at the time too, 
and uh man um it was tough bro it was hard uh i went i was going through a lot of stuff at the time i was going through depression and uh when when i had failed it i was i was, I was so close to the finish line i was only uh, eight days away from finishing i was a week away, a little over a week away from finishing Dang. and then i had to restart and then and then i restarted uh four more times after that too man that, that, see that's crazy <laughs> yeah it was crazy but honestly i wouldn't do it any other way because it, it it taught me so much man mm-hmm. about myself and it taught me just resilience it, it taught me grit it taught me fortitude and uh, it really made me into a stronger person because of it. So I'm glad that I did it the amount of times that, I, that it took me the amount of times that it did for me to, com- to complete it. What is the biggest because, um, transformation out of from that that you got? Oh, uh, mentally, 100 percent. I mean, mentally? physically, I'm in the I'm in the best physical shape of my oh, life yeah, right I now. Tell. But uh, mentally, man, it's it's been, you know, for me, it's just having that that belief in myself more than anything mm. else, man. Cause I, uh, I have, when, when I first started 75 hard, I had the mindset of that. I was a starter, but not a finisher when I did things. Mm. And I'm, I think you and I are kind of similar. Like mm-hmm. we were very entrepreneurial. We're, oh, yeah. we kind of, we're a little bit ADD. Like we have like all these <laughs> ideas. We want to start these different projects. And <laughs> oh, then yeah. we put another project on the side and started a new project. And it's like, oh, yeah. Uh, that was me and i would just i would start all these different things where i would want to get into these different stuff and then i would just never finish everything and then i would just mediocre at everything mm-hmm. instead of really just finishing what i set out to do and i was i was literally just i was literally a liar to myself mm-hmm. and that's how um and, and, and a lot of us are like this man like mm-hmm. when it comes to fitness for example you know uh, we all tell ourselves you know oh we're, we'll start on monday mm-hmm. and then monday comes and what happens uh we'll start next monday or we'll start <laughs> next month over and over again well when you're when you're telling yourself this all the time and you're telling yourself this over and over and over again subconsciously you're lying to yourself and you you're literally um teaching yourself that you're not a person you're not a man or a person of of your word or what you mm-hmm. say you're gonna do yeah. and slowly but surely man you you start to become weaker and weaker in your own mentality because mm-hmm. you see yourself as a person who doesn't do what you tell yourself you are going to do mm-hmm. and with 75 hard what it did for me and the, and the biggest change for me is it made me realize that um i, I can finish you know the things that i set out to do and that um, I am a strong-willed person, and I will do what I tell myself I am going to do. So it was really just creating that 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 confidence and that self-belief in myself is really the bene- the biggest benefit um, that I got from from seventy-five hard. So I think self-integrity mm-hmm. is the honestly that's the foundation to any success. Right. I mean, I know health. I said is very important. There's everything. There's a lot of things that are important, but honestly. One of the ba- main things is like that right mindset. How do you get that right mindset? It's from like self, like personal integrity, like mm-hmm. that belief of, hey, you're gonna, you said you're gonna be there at 2 p.m. You told your friend you're gonna be there at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be there at 2 p.m. Right. You, you tell yourself like you, you're gonna work out on Monday at like 5 a.m. Right. You work there at 5 a.m. You know, right. and when you start lying on that aspect of your life, it starts, you know, splattering into other aspects of your life. Yeah, 100%. You know it does, man. man. Yeah, dude, you're you're a man of your word, man. I told you, you know, we're gonna be here at six thirty. You're here at six twenty. I had to, yeah, you know? yeah, I had to, man. So it's like, uh, yeah, you're, yeah, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, um, man, like but that, like even, even, like, even, like, for example, for today, right? Mm-hmm. Even if I would have been like, hey, Randy, you know what? Just because I'm feeling lazy, I'm gonna tell you, hey, you know what? Let's meet up next weekend, man. Mm-hmm. You know what? That would have been a little small white lie, right? Uh, that you would you would have gone over your head, mm-hmm. but for me it's like I'm lying to myself. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was gonna be there at certain times, and if I lie to him, I'm lying about everything else in my life. Mm. And it's just and that that's why integrity is like crucial, bro. Yeah, yeah, and I, I and I learned that too, man. On seventy five hard, like the reason I fell seventy five hard the first time was because I fell asleep without reading my ten pages of a book, and that's one of the requirements. Yeah, is um, you know, like many of you guys who are listening already know this, but there's you know there's several requirements to seventy five hard. You got to work out twice a day. You got to uh, got to drink a gallon of water a day, right. and there's other just a bunch of little tasks that you have to do. Work out like twice a day mm, for forty five minutes each. Uh, one has to be outdoors. Um, you got to take a progress photo every day. There's there's a bunch of little things that we have to do on seventy five hard every single day. And if you fail any of those things, yeah. if you don't accomplish them by the end of the day, by the time you go to sleep that night, then you're done. Like you you failed that day, and you have to start all over on day one. And for me, when I failed it the first time, I I fell asleep without reading the ten pages. So, mm-hmm. and I actually had my book right next to me on my nightstand, and I woke up that next morning, and I look over and I see my book, and I'm just like, fuck. And that was like I was on day sixty seven. And I realized I didn't read my book. I failed. And I could have not told anybody. That's what I was about to ask you. I could have just like been like, 
I could have just marked it off that I did it. <laughs> exactly. And nobody would know. Exactly. Nobody would know, but I would know. Yeah. And and that's and that's having that integrity that you're talking yeah. about of owning your owning your own faults and be like, no, I'm yeah. I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna do what I said I'm gonna do, no matter if no matter who's watching. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who's watching. It doesn't matter who's watching you or who it's 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 your own self image. It's your own word that you're giving to yourself. Your own identity as well. It's your own identity. Yeah. Exactly. And um yeah, man, I, that's one of the lessons I learned from 75 Hard is that having that, that grit and that fortitude to owning up to you know doing what you said that you were going to do. And integrity. that integrity. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, that's huge, bro. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. I mean, if there anything else you could have learned, that was like probably the best thing you could have learned, man. Right. So now when it comes to like other tasks, mm-hmm. not just the 75 Hard, how do you feel about like, are you, do you feel like you're the person that starts something and now completes things? I do, man. Yeah, I do feel that way. I do feel that way. And I still have my struggles. You know, I'm not a perfect human, right? Yeah, I'm not a perfect person. And and people might see me on social media or whatever and think like, oh, man, he's crushing it. Or he's like, he's doing all these amazing things. It is. It is. I mean, social media, we, you know, we only show the good side. We don't show the bad side. We don't show the the depression and the anxiety or whatever or or our struggles. So, um, social media social media is a great tool oh yeah but um it doesn't show you the other side of 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 things and uh but yeah you know i have my days i have my moments but um it's uh compared to what i was you know Mm. this time last year like i'm a different person like if you knew me last year you don't know me now as far as like me personally like as as a person just yeah. because i've changed so I've much i've seen that transformation is huge man you, yeah you, you even inspire me to like work out and things you know what <laughs> i mean like yeah that's badass that's an amazing feeling man and if i've i've had multiple people um who are now on 75 hard um doing it now because of you know, my post and, and, and that's a crazy <laughs> feeling man like i i never said i never got started or never set out to do 75 hard to get other people to do it or i don't you know, I, I just, yeah. I, that was never my intention, but now that people, other people are doing it because of me and they're, yeah. and they're taking, um, they're putting their, um, they're putting in the work for their health and mm-hmm. their, men, and their mentality and their mental health, uh, because of my efforts. I'm yeah, like, yeah. wow, that's a crazy feeling, man. But that's also um, part of being a leader too. You know, right. Leaders do things. Right first and that they inspire all their people as a result right you know exactly like you you hear all these great people steve jobs Elon Musk, bill gates whoever your your inspiration is Mm -hmm. like you aspire to be like them right but the thing is like they put in the hard work that most people don't want to do right and that's why people who are sitting in the benches like in the stands Mm -hmm. they're 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 watching the players play the game right you know what i'm saying and we you playing the game you know what i mean right winning championships over here (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. hell yeah (laughs) and so that's why i think like even with like timing like if if you say you're gonna be there at 7 a.m be at 7 a.m don't lie to yourself if you told your friend you're gonna meet him at that time i don't care if your mother is dying i'm sorry right but uh, you gotta be there dude like that like imagine if something really bad happens and you're like it's my let's say oh it's my sister's wedding but i told this person that i might be at their at their i don't know party Mm -hmm. and you're like you miss your sister's wedding to be at their parent at at their party because you're so committed like what does that tell you you about you right like, next time guess mm-hmm. what happens right. those motherfuckers who yet say yes to everybody they're gonna start fucking saying no to to most people mm-hmm. because now they understand this this concept of integrity and now they don't give a shit if people get mad and sad if they tell them no so now they're you now your time is gonna be more valuable right now people are gonna respect you more right and now you're gonna respect yourself even more right so that's that's awesome bro i'm excited for you Dude, that's awesome, man. <laughs> wow. Miguel, man, this has been a really good episode. We're actually right at the at that one hour mark, man. Cool, uh, I don't cool. know if you want to keep on going or anything. If there's anything else you want to cover. All night, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all night. No, I mean, uh, I appreciate you having me here, man. Uh, I'm excited to share my story. And if, if anybody is struggling with, with starting their own business, like I don't mind helping anybody who's going through there because I went through there and I feel like I didn't have that support system. Of course, I have some friends, but I have to put in the effort to get to where I am. And so, of course, everybody has to put in the effort to get to to their success. But if anybody want to reach out to me, like, I don't mind, like, helping out. Like, of course, my time is very limited, but I don't mind, like, being a mentor in, in any way that I can with the time that I have. So just reach out to me on any social media, right? That's awesome. Um, 
I guess you can just reach out to me on like uh, Instagram. I have Guzman.visuals. Mm-hmm. Facebook, just type in my name, Miguel Guzman. Um, and yeah, man, just reach out to me. Uh, my email is mgfilms. Uh, pro at mgfilmspro at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you have any questions about what i'm doing what i'm about to do like because i have big plans for the future mm-hmm. uh but uh, other than that you can also reach out to like randy if, if you have any questions how to reach me um but yeah no i appreciate you randy for for being here i'm i really look up to you for everything that you have been doing in the past years as well i know you had your struggles mm-hmm. your first share of struggles oh, yeah. and failures oh yeah but that's really what has led you to be the person that you are today so mm-hmm. i appreciate you having me in the podcast and i'm excited to see what our future holds you know awesome bro dude that was so beautiful beautifully said yeah. man that's a girl that's great so uh, so you're on Instagram. Uh, so make sure you guys follow um, follow him on Instagram. He has a really good content. You can actually see some of his work on there as well. So if you're interested in uh, possibly uh, working with uh, Miguel, uh, he has some of his uh, content on there that you can look at, yeah. see some of his work. And if you want to hire him for your company or for your business, uh, I know he can definitely help you with that as well. Um, oh, but yeah. uh, Miguel, man, appreciate it. Thank you for coming on today, bro. I appreciate it. We'll definitely got to do another one because this was a really good episode. Thank um, you, I'm sure that we're going to get a lot of good positive feedback on this one. And uh, until next time, my friend. All right. Th- until next time. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it, guys. Another amazing podcast in the books. My boy Miguel definitely over-delivered on this podcast and provided a ton of great value. So you guys make sure that you follow him on social media. And also, if you're not following me on social media, make sure you follow me as well. You can find me on Instagram, on the gram. Uh, my Instagram handle is Canales underscore. And uh, you guys can also follow the links here in the description below. And you can just click on that and it'll take you directly to my social media and also to Miguel's as well and give, a, and give us both a follow. And as always, if you guys like this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. This The way this podcast is going to grow, it's going to grow organically. So uh, I'm going to need your help. I want your help. Uh, and hopefully I provide enough value to earn your help to share this episode with someone that you guys know um, to help us grow. So thank you guys so much for tuning in on this episode. And until next time, peace.